never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And welcome to our Resistance Review Show for Season 1, Episode 5, The Children from Tahar. 20,000 credits? <laughs> Some reward for a couple of runaway brats. I'd love to score that bounty. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably on the other side of the galaxy by now. To most people, this water ball is the other side of the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another jet juice, NC. That symbol. Have you ever seen it before? Hmm. I have not. If I could find those kids, that reward would change everything. But, Kaz, you are not a bounty hunter. I have seen bounty hunters, and you are definitely not one of them. For that kind of money, I am. It's a win-win situation, Niku. I make a ton of credits, get Tam's part fixed, and help these kids. What could go wrong? First thoughts, Danny. <laughs> See, I let, I let you have that one. <laughs> no, you didn't. You Always catching like, you off guard. You, were, you just, like, didn't think about it quick as I did, like, like this time, so. I'll let you think that. No, I'm just teasing. Um, no, so, I mean, my first thoughts on it, I actually really enjoyed this episode. Um, I know we were talking and kind of... Uh, planning a little bit before recording and um i had mentioned i had a ton that i needed to talk about or i wanted to talk about and everything and you were like oh cool i don't have anything <laughs> pretty much i mean not that it wasn't a good episode i just like nothing really stood out nothing really i'm almost i don't know i got really excited the last couple of episodes so i'm like oh yay we're starting to meet some of the older like, some of the pilots the mm-hmm. ace like Oh, we're moving in the right direction. It's like it just took a step backwards again. Oh no, I don't. I didn't feel that way. To me, it did because we got like, some conflict with the first order. But that's the thing, though, is like going into this show. Like to me, it seemed like it was supposed to be. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I took the trailers is it seemed like it was about like this guy who was on this platform, Kaz, mm-hmm. that we now know. Yeah. And it was like him trying to join the ace team. It's like they were this like little band of like flyers and um, it's like they did missions mm-hmm. and like raced together. But it seemed like it was going to be really centered around like that. Mm-hmm. And then we got into it and we're like, oh, it's, you know, I figured there would be some resistance in it too. Because we knew we'd see some old faces. But I just like, and then we realized he was a spy. But I don't know, like. I guess I just had hopes for it, and now what I thought it was going to be isn't what it is, and now I'm like, where are the pilots? Where are the racers? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they're there, but we haven't really hardly met any of them, so. Yeah, yeah. well, in, in to that point, in the trailers and everything, yeah, it did seem kind of more of a, the racing was going to be a forefront and stuff like that, um, but I mean, it did go through and kind of mention about him being a spy for the Resistance. Uh, trying to find out who's working for the First Order, all that kind of stuff. And so with that, I I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're getting a lot more of that spy stuff coming through, which is kind of giving us a little more depth to the story. Now, Mm -hmm. there hasn't really been a main line really kind of, or main thread really kind of um, established, I don't feel like. Because, I mean, we're getting some stuff with uh, Captain Doza. 
um, with him working with the First Order and things like that and trying to figure out what in the world that relationship is. Is he? Is he not? Kind of things like that. And, like, I mean, it kind of seems pretty straightforward after this episode. But you made... Really to me, though. Well, and, and so you actually commented on that when we talked about that. Yeah, I mean... Uh... To me, it doesn't really seem like he's necessarily working for the First Order. It seems kind of like most uh, movies and shows when there's like a leader who's like looking out for their own or their own planet or their own whatever. They're willing to kind of give up any extras that don't belong, I guess, Mm -hmm. or anything, any information that doesn't really hurt his people Mm -hmm. in order to get somebody off their back. So essentially, in order to kind of turn them away for a minute and to kind of please them, he's willing to give up those kids who found their way onto his uh, base base platform, platform <laughs> thing. Thing. Floating his community. device. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so he's like willing to give up those kids essentially just because of the fact that they aren't going to make a difference to him. Yeah. Actually, like, they're not well, part of his. And so to that though, like I don't know. I feel like if it really was that he was the reluctant leader just doing what he had to do to sur- to survive and see the the continuation of his community and his in, in the Colossus, I feel like I don't know. I don't get that reluctance from him though. I don't feel that at all in his character. It kind of like cuz I mean like the second that Kaz left, like he flat out called the first order. Yeah. He was like, "Uh ring ring Phasma." <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, there definitely wasn't any hesitation to it, but mm-hmm. I don't know. You're holding out hope for him? I guess so. <laughs> I don't like him that much, but I guess you're right. I am holding out a little bit. <laughs> um, well, I, and, I, and so what I like most about this episode, um, without just literally top-down <laughs> kind of going through it and everything, um, I liked that we, we got our first like major Star Wars crossover with... Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The world's most fearsome fighting team. We're really hip. They're heroes in the half shell and they're green. Hey, get a grip. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we see them in their old age a lot slower. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, no, so Niku reveals that he's got some uh, friends on the inside. Um <laughs> <laughs> And the very belly of the Colossus, the engineers, um, professionally called, or the shell folk. <laughs> yes, which, um, to your guess, if you have not seen this episode yet, they are uh, turtles. <laughs> they are a turtle folk. <laughs> yes, they are, which is pretty funny because I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is the, I mean, other than, like, humans, I guess, um, I feel like this is the first, like, animal we've seen that's really similar to, like, Real animals. Yeah. Everything else looks pretty spacey or mm-hmm. out there, but these were like legit turtles. I mean, yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. Because, uh, I mean, yeah, your your little turtle folk, they're they're the super fast <laughs> people. Which is funny because, like, Niku's like, he's like, they've got eyes and ears everywhere. And, like, Kaz is like, how? Like, that doesn't make sense. Right. Because they're probably everywhere. Mm-hmm. Really, truly, they're little turtles, and uh, I think it's really funny. I don't know <laughs> um, if they can, if turtles can actually do this. This is something that was just kind of made up for this show. But <laughs> I like how at one point Kaz looks around. He's like, "Um, is that one still alive?" Like, <laughs> yeah, belly up. Yeah, um, kind of in its shell, and it had slowed its own 
like um heartbeat down yeah essentially like mm-hmm. almost put itself like in um like a hibernating mode i guess or something yeah so that was pretty funny no <laughs> i like that um all the little antics with the turtle people and everything um but i mean in they come into play later in the episode too because i mean the general premise of this is that there's a bounty out for these two kids Yes. Um, from this planet called Tahar mm-hmm. that we've never heard of before. We have not. Um, and it's even mentioned that it must be one of those Outer Rim. Yeah. It's uh, never said that it is. Right. Oh, no, not Outer Rim. Unknown Regions. Oh, um, Unknown yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, but, it, but it never actually says it's in the Unknown Regions. It's just, oh, well, it must be. Right. I've never heard of it. Right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, which the impression that you get, because like all throughout this episode... Um, it's brought on that Kaz is, I mean, he's, he's broke. He's like a dollar like, short of being homeless, basically. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> um. And he's it, really good at messing stuff up still. Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, and, uh, Tam gives her Ooh. full rage to him. <laughs> yes, I felt that rage, but the last time I remember getting really angry like that and chunking something, I hit the person I meant to hit, so. <laughs> I mean, she got one good hit on at the end, but, like, she threw a lot of stuff at him. <laughs> talking about my sister <laughs> yeah i've seen some of those fights <laughs> yeah. um i feel like tam is your spirit animal the more and more i see tam the more i'm like that's Kristen. maybe <laughs> um but yeah so yeah kaz gets the full brunt of tam's rage um uh, but he breaks some inhibitor converter thing that she has and everything and now he's like oh i'll pay for it and then can't even afford a glass of water. Right. Like goes to... <laughs> he gets two sips and Andy Z's like, nope, that's all you can afford. Right. <laughs> like, dang. <laughs> Pretty much. Andy um, Z's savage. Yeah, she is. <laughs> really is. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, so it, with the, the you have the bounty of the kids and everything. And so it's 20,000 credits. And Kaz is flat out, oh, uh, this will solve all my problems. And doesn't really know why or who may be looking for them or anything like that. And so that's where he starts to kind of learn a little bit more after he's met the kids a couple of times. Well, not met them, but he's run into them. Yeah. But yeah. Can I just say, too, that I think this just goes to show you how sheltered he was, too. Oh, absolutely. Because it never even, like, like, he never even stopped to think, like, who wants these kids? Like he automatically just thought, "Oh man, they're lost." Like right, the runaways away or something like home. yeah. Their parents really want them back, and they're willing to pay some big money mm-hmm. to get them. He never stopped to think that there's bigger things out there, even though he kind of knows about mm-hmm. it. Um, he never stopped to think like, "Oh, somebody might just be wanting these children just because like yeah." Of I just thought about this too. Um, what they hold? Yeah, I just thought about this too when um Doza uh, when Captain Doza ratted them out to Phasma. Phasma didn't say that they were runaways. She said that they were uh, high-ranking family members uh, it, within the First Order. Yeah. And he said something about that he didn't remember the something about a military or something. Or She goes, no, not military. A high-ranking family within the First Order. And he's just like, uh-huh. Um, it just kind of took me back there, reminding me a little bit of Rogue One where Galen, like how he was kind of a, an asset. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure at one point he really did kind of enjoy being part of the before he realized what he was doing exactly yeah but i mean to me that's kind of what reminded me of because obviously he wouldn't have been necessarily military but i mm-hmm. feel like he would have been considered like a high-ranking like family in the, yeah the science I mean? officer so right. yeah so that's kind of like the yeah. first thought my mind went to was like ooh, those kids must belong 
to somebody valuable. Mm-hmm. And if maybe like it's kind of like one of those like because uh, I feel like you know back at that time if Galen could have gotten rid of a uh, um Jen and his wife his Lyra. wife Lyra yeah you know he probably would have not you know been as willing to do what he did mm-hmm. but he was still. Um, he, I mean, he had a better purpose and all. He thought of, you know, a way to do better. But I'm wondering if that was that kind of situation where they're like, if I can just get the kids away, they can't use the kids against me because mm-hmm. they're gone. You know what I mean? Then I can kind of turn see that. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's honestly what my brain went to first was kind of like a, oh, this is one of those kind of situations mm-hmm. where like the kids are gone now. Like he might can get away or she can, like depending on where they are, what they're doing within the first order. But then it, you know, they said, uh, they asked like, where's your parents? Uh, what Kaz asked because like I said Kaz you could just see how sheltered he was because he Mm -hmm. never thought anything other than like their family just wanted them back right and that's when they were like very very naive way of thinking yeah very much so and that's when uh you got the whole like no our parents are gone like everyone's gone like our planet's been destroyed and it's kind of like wait what oh and then we heard a name yes then we heard a familiar name which which was was very chilling the way that they did it too it was yeah because yeah I wasn't either. Um, so in in this particular scene, so Kaz has befriended these kids and he's helping them out and everything. And um, she, the little girl, describes a solid black cloaked figure um, that who carries a who carries a laser sword like the old Jedi. Mm-hmm. And um, she says Kylo Ren. And Niku goes, "What's a Kylo Ren?" <laughs> <laughs> In true Nico fashion, <laughs> but yeah, he's just like, "What is what is that?" And, and Kaz is like, "I've never heard of that before." Right? Like neither one it's of like, them heard the that. Which yeah, is crazy to me. Which it makes yeah. sense, but I was just kind of like, <gasps> right? Well, and so think thinking about it, so these kids, their home planet's been ravaged. They're pretty much. From what we can gather in the information that they've given us, they believe that they are the last of their their planet, the last remnants of their planet that have mm-hmm. just barely escaped with their lives. Um, we hear later in the episode that it's potentially in the uh, unknown regions, and so like it's 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 crazy because that's that's where the first order is gaining strength. That's where they're starting to exact their strength and their their will on unsuspecting planets and everything so i mean it's to have kylo ren be the one that comes up like that's it's intense well it makes me wonder too i mean this is um this is around the time where luke's missing right Yes. Like Luke's over in mm-hmm. uh, Octu. Octu. Mm-hmm. Almost called Dago, but I don't think <laughs> Wrong movie. Exactly. Um, but you, he's on you watched two. that one the other night. Right. Um, where he's on Octu, though. And I'm guessing this is probably when, about the time Kylo's probably looking for him, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if this is just a little bit of him trying to find the clues mm-hmm. as to where he might be. Oh, I don't doubt it. Um, and he's just it, it, obviously yeah. willing to destroy everything in his path. Mm hmm. To get there. Well, and, and that's the thing is that the, the just like uh, Lor Senteca says in the Force Awakens that the first first order rose out of the ashes of the Empire, and so it was the the Imperials that retreated out into the unknown regions to gather strength to then come back and finish what they started. And I think that that's that's really interesting though that we're actually seeing that take place um, and actually getting kind of that. 
I guess, news from the battleground of the progress of the First Order and really the the horrors that the First Order are imposing on uh, on these planets. Scary. Very scary. Spooky scary. Spooky scary. It's not Halloween anymore, Danny. I know. <laughs> Can it not be, though? I mean, I want to know more about, um, is it Tahar? Yeah, Tahar. Okay, I almost call it, like, Tihar. <laughs> but, you know, I almost did that because it's literally how I read it. I'm in the game. I was trying to spell it. I was like, hey, so that's Tihar. <laughs> Ridiculous. But, um, I know. Um, but I'm really interested to know about Tahar, but I don't think, um... There's nothing. Yeah, so I don't think there's really any information about it other than other people reviewing this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to go uh, use a uh, Wikipedia and there the is Wiki. nothing for it. The only thing at all on it would be what for Wikipedia would be the children from Tar. Yep. So yeah. So it's it's brand new. We don't know anything about it. Um which I don't know. I'm I'm really excited to see the unknown regions stuff because the unknown regions is where um our favorite Grand Admiral comes from, uh, Mr. Thrawn. Mm. So the Chiss Ascendancy, all that kind of stuff, are out there in the Unknown Regions. And if we are bringing more Star Wars to that and making the Unknown Regions less unknown, I think that that's huge for the story. I think that, that, that that's I think what I was most excited about in this episode is that it's not just this single galaxy far far away anymore right there's way more to it there is um there definitely is and i'm, I'm pretty excited about that like i said i'm not like disappointed in the direction that this uh show's heading i just mm-hmm. i'm I you, became, you had an expectation i'm not saying yeah. that star wars fan my expectation <laughs> my expectation was not followed through so then i was let down but i'm not <laughs> mad like i said just to me when i first kind of started getting pumped about this because i mean we you know we talked about it a lot when we first started watching the trailers and stuff, and honestly, it wasn't something I was really excited about at first. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really excited about the whole, you know, we got information about it. You're like, oh, it's supposed to look very anime-like. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> Great. But you love it. <laughs> well, I do. It is really cool. But when you said anime, I just know that anime is like, it, it's just not my thing. And mm-hmm. not it's not always just like the story and the characters. It's, it's just the way that it looks to me. It's just not very intriguing. Mm-hmm. And um, I just like the things look more real, so I just like I like realness. <laughs> and so when he said that, I was like, "Ugh, I don't want." It. <laughs> and then more information came out about it, and then it was like, "But it's gonna look better than that." And then we got trailers, and then we got characters, and mm-hmm. I guess the thing that got me is just right before everything came out, it was like, "Let's introduce you to the Ace Team." Yeah. Let's focus on the pilot side of everything. Right, yeah, yeah. but yet we've only met like three of them. Yeah. We've technically seen the other like four, but we've not experienced really much from them. Mm-hmm. And so that's like why I said, that's why I was like expecting it to be like a, like a, there's these band of pilots. Yeah. And it's not that. Right. But I mean, it's still very cool. And yes, well, and do, it could be that later though. It could. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it does have to expand. It has to give more story in order for it to click and count somewhere it's got to do something it's not just Mm -hmm. a on the sides you know kids story Mm -hmm. like forces of destiny i feel like which i know that's got some stuff in it too though yeah yeah, yeah. but i I mean that one's very short you know Mm -hmm. oh yeah (laughs) definitely those are star wars nuggets exactly so this is Um, gotta go somewhere yeah so 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 far we have phasma Mm -hmm. our our favorite chrome dome (laughs) (laughs) um we have captain von reg 
our red tie pilot. Yep. Uh, we are introduced to a new Power Ranger this week, uh, Commander Pyre, yes. our gold trooper. Yes. What'd um, you think? Kind of cool, honestly. I mean, I like gold a lot. Can't lie. <laughs> so I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, nothing special about it though. There was mm-hmm. nothing really stood out. He has that same little like side thing, but I think that's something that all the pauldron. Like. Yeah. But I think that's something that, like what captains or something have. Uh, commanders. Commanders. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's just a ranking thing. It's not really like a. Yeah. This was my outfit. This is how I like it. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know. It was nothing mm-hmm. special, but it was cool. Yeah. It was something different because most time we see anyone in like a stormtrooper kind of gear, it's, it's white. Yeah. So. I'm wondering the purpose of it, though, because now now we've got two different color variations, well, three different color variations. Well, I mean, I feel like so. you, you can't keep doing silver. You might get confused. And somebody claimed red. <laughs> so. Yeah. The next color option was... Well, so the other side of that, though, is that they never did that color variation kind of stuff with Stormtroopers. They had completely different classes, yes. So I wonder if the color variations with the First Order um, and the different types... I wonder if it's different types of armor or if it's different just color. Um, it and to be if a different it, color, though, not yeah. necessarily types, because they all look about the same. It seems like... So how do you earn chrome status? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, to me, it seems like it's an easier way than trying to make up new armor every time. I mean, they're on a budget, man. <laughs> That's Just true. Just different colors. It's fine. It's like, we ain't got time for this. Right. It's easier. It's cheaper. Yeah. So let's just paint it either silver, gold, red, yeah. blue, like whatever comes next, man. Yeah. I don't know. E- even though they're they're cool to see and, and everything, I just... I can't. I can't help it. It keeps reminding me of Power Rangers. Well, like I, I feel like they're gonna unite against the forces uh, of Rita Repulsa. <laughs> well, I hope we'll we'll figure out you know why they did that eventually because you know I, I like I talked about in one episode. I'd really love to see like a rise of the First Order, mm-hmm. but I'd like to see like the bad side of it, like the First Order side of it, mm-hmm. and kind of like what brought it and what caused it, and yeah, you know I mean just kind of like how it kept rising. Yeah. Thriving. How it gained momentum and started growing. Right. And yeah. then in that, I feel like we might learn about the different people who rise, rise to the ranks and why mm-hmm. they have the colors they have and the armor they have and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, I'd kind of like to know more about Phasma, which she may have comics that kind of give her a bit more backstory, but I don't think we yeah, know well, much about her. Yeah. I mean, in the uh, Phasma book, we do get her origin. Um, I don't remember the name of the planet that she's from. If I remember correctly, Phasma came from a, uh, a warrior culture and basically ratted out her entire tribe or family or whatever it was in order to survive and leave with the First Order. Hmm. And so, like, she's just one of those that I'm going to survive and I'm going to live no matter who dies, even if there are people close to me. Um, her armor is actually a, uh, a Nubian ship hull. Um, so if you remember that from episode one, that's uh, Padme's style ship. Mm-hmm. And so she's literally wearing a ship hull as her armor, which is why it deflects uh, blaster fire and things like that, whereas the others don't. Mm. Yeah, which is, makes it more plausible that she survived TLJ. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I think it'd be interesting to find more about why they're that way. 
Yeah, most Who knows? definitely. Maybe it's just because the toys would look really cool having a cold trooper. I don't know. <laughs> it would, but we totally got really off, to- off topic there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to our resistance review. So, uh, essentially, it ends with First Order coming, swooping in, trying to come get them. Um, the, like you said, they reveal Kylo Ren's the one that destroyed their planet. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, and then they kind of pull off this stunt where it looks like the kids fall into the water. Yes. <laughs> um, as the troopers are coming after them. Mm-hmm. And the little turtles help them. Um, and turtles are actually the ones that fall in the water, which is really funny. Yeah. Because they're like, scared for life. And uh, he's like, okay, I see it. And he's like, it's slowing down. You know, showing yeah. that like they're dying because it's right. like, really cold water. Yeah. Um, so they just assume that they're dead. And then Phasma calls them. And he confirms that the kids are no more. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out they're fine. Right. <laughs> Turtles helped him out. Um, Come on, Pyre. That's your first strike. Right. <laughs> Do your job. <laughs> Should jump in the water, too. Right. Um, but it was good, though. And I think it's going to be cool kind of having a couple new characters. I'm sure they won't be there, like, 24-7 mm-hmm. um, throughout the next few episodes but i'm sure i kind of hope we get a little bit from maybe they can kind of give us a bit more background as to where they're from or why kylo was there you know what i mean maybe they Mm -hmm. know a little bit more than they gave this episode that that, they could be our insight into more about the first order yeah so that could be really cool to see um i did like at the end so uh, after Kaz has had his full day of spying and gathering intel on the first order and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. uh he goes to report to the resistance and it's no none other than Alasty, um, mm, which yes. is yeah, which he is in uh, Force Awakens um, and the Last Jedi as well. So, which is really cool. He's like Poe's kind of friend and, he is. and stuff. So yeah, so I thought that was cool. And then he he mentions that uh, he's taking all the the spy calls um, while Poe is out on a mission. Which I wonder what Poe is doing. I think he's uh, looking for Lor Santeca. Yeah. Um, because there's a whole, uh, like in the Poe comic series, there's like a, a whole arc where he's looking for Lor Sinteca, uh, looking for any information to find Luke. So I think that's the mission that he's on, which means um, we're getting even closer, closer to, to the, the Force, Force Awakens. Because yep. he finds, he's at he's with Sinteca at the beginning the of, finds him, yep. and that's when he gets caught. Absolutely. So yeah, so we're getting Except closer and closer, that. yeah, which is really cool. Um but yeah, I just thought that was really neat that uh, Aloasti made his uh, animated debut. Yes. <laughs> that was cool. cool. And then they dropped Organa's name again, mm-hmm. Leia. Yeah. Saying that she would really like to know that information about Kylo Ren. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's really cool. And I, I just, I want more. Yes. I want, I want to know what's going on outside of this little <laughs> com place, though. Like, I just want to know. I feel like they, if they gave you just like four hours of the story just straight, you'd be all right. You know what? I'm good now. I mean, <laughs> that's why there always can be more star wars because there's so many holes and they're always leaving fill. you wanting more they do <laughs> so overall with this episode i mean i really enjoyed it i thought it was exciting it, it had some fun moments um it had some really cool canon story moments to kind of expand the universe and stuff and so i'm really excited because now we're halfway through um the series uh, so, 10-episode season, and so, episode 5. So, I'm really excited about it and see what's uh, coming up next week. Yep. What are, your, what are your final thoughts on it? Yeah, um, it was a good episode. I liked it. I'm just ready to 
to get more story in there and tie it into Force Awakens and kind of see what happens leading up to that. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm excited. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add before we close out? No, I think I'm good. Alrighty. Well, thank you everyone for listening or watching another episode of Kess Run Weekly. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you go and review us on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on a future episode. Um, you can also find us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Kess Run Weekly. And on our website, KessLearnWeekly.com. Also, we have a little like comment box on our website. So, if you have any like comments or like show ideas or if you just want to be like, we love you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess just whatever. Love I mean, me. <laughs> right? <laughs> just anything. Like, um, I don't know. I can't really think too much about it right now. But... <laughs> Just talk to us. Just, yeah, just let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. or We crave human interaction. We do. So much. <laughs> I am robot. Good den. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't serve your kind here. <laughs> um, but yeah, just leave us any kind of... Uh, leave us your thoughts. And until next time, my name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And may the force be with you. Always. <laughs>